4: Speaking of loquacious, Draymond Green, who will certainly, if he wants it, and all indications are he does want it, have a media career, a thriving one, it appears, once he's done playing, he's obviously going to be, a. I think he'll be a Hall of Famer. Uh, He is going to have major credentials as a player, well-known, nice sense of humor, outspoken, really – And obviously doing podcasts and things now. And uh, he was on the podcast with Colin Cowherd, our our good friend and colleague. And um, he and Colin talked about KD, the KD and Steph Warriors. Here's Draymond.
3: Kevin Durant was absolutely incredible in those finals runs. As you know, you watched it. We all watched it. Kevin Durant was absolutely insane. Steph Curry got double teamed probably seven times the amount that KD did in a a given series. So when you watch those games and you say, ah, his numbers could be a little down, he's facing a double team. And by the way, this isn't a double team from the Orlando Magic. This is a double team from a team that's playing (laughs) in the finals, which if you're in the finals, you're going to have a good defense. These are real double teams. This ain't some team that's throwing together a game plan the night before and then rolling there are players out there that can't play half day. This is elite teams throwing elite defenders at guys. And yet the guy will still averages. I'm not sure what his finals average is, but I'd be willing to bet my bottom dollar is north of 23 points.
4: All right. That's Draymond. He said a ton in there, Rob. Um, an interesting thing about this though is of course, you know, fans on Twitter chimed in. And KD, as he's known to do, responded to a fan who tw- who posted what Draymond said. And KD responded, from my view of it, this is 100% false. You know, meaning Steph was double-teamed seven times more than KD. KD ended up going back and forth, Rob, with random fans on Twitter for about an hour. Here's one. This... This is an interesting tweet that he put out um, in response to one one fan. I'm a good basketball player. I can shoot. I provide space, too. I'm not an all-star. That's an odd one. I, I don't know if he's being sarcastic or if he's being serious. It's hard to believe he's being serious. But then again, there was no sign of sarcasm. So who knows? But anyway, Rob, here's what I say. And I think this is a lesson for Draymond as far as, you know, in the media. Watching those games when KD was there, talking to coaches around the league, players, executives, the whole nine yards, they did. Defenses did double-team Steph more. Um, I was told they game plan for Steph Moore. Uh, Tyron Lue even said, he's even quoted, there's a headline of an article when they were in the finals against Cleveland, and he said, we're double teaming Steph. Like he, so there's no doubt that Steph is the guy that was being double teamed. Now there's a lot of reasons. One is he was kind of the key of that offense for you know this whole run. But also, I was told by some, you, If you double-team KD, he's going to be able to pass over because of his height. So you, you tried to do Steph. And you double-team Steph because you knew you weren't going to be able to stop KD, even with a double-team. So you try to stop one. KD's going to get his regardless. So you try to stop Steph. So uh, those are several reasons I was told for the strategy. But to, to the point with Draymond, Rob, it wasn't seven times more. You see what I'm saying? And so that allows KD pro- – look, he, he's not, he knows he was there. He knows Steph got double-teamed more, but it might have been twice as much. It might have been three times as much. Who knows? But it certainly wasn't seven. And now the last word, you say KD's right, but KD's wrong because it, it looks like he's just saying they didn't double-team anymore. So the point is, if you're going to make a statement like that as Draymond Green, media guy – I think you got to be more factual and say they did double-team Steph Moore, you know, maybe twice as much, whatever. But you, you over-exaggerate, and now KD can shoot back. Like, that's ridiculous. That's that's wrong.
2: Um, Yeah, and I understand it. This is who KD is with the burner phones, and he's on social media, and he pushes back, and he talks to fans. So not really a surprise, but if you're going to throw stuff out, and you want to give people insight, it is better if you can be as accurate and fair right. as possible. Because, you know, just because you're throwing something out there, people are going to take it as gospel and that it's real. And if it's not, and other people are in the room and other people are uh, have have um, been involved in it, there's going to be other stories. And And unless you really have some sort of, Documentation that says here it is. It's hard to just throw that out there, and seven times sounds outrageous. Right. Even after right. you don't even need to be a basketball coach to say that doesn't even make sense. Well, that's incredible. You know, like like that just sounds like like it's impossible. It just sounds too much. So, right. so I think I think if you if you're going to be in the business, and as time goes on, and we've seen this before, and I'm not picking on anybody, but we saw. Uh, Jalen Rose report that um, uh, Kawhi Leonard was ninety nine percent sure it, it was a deal done to go back to Toronto. You remember that? Ninety nine percent. there's yep. no such thing. There's, there's no such thing as ninety nine percent sure. So so when you're doing stuff like that, you gotta well, be real careful. Y- yeah, you can give
4: I'm not saying you're that. an opinion and say right. I-, I believe it's ninety nine percent. I was told it's ninety nine percent. I mean that is a statement too that you can make as a media person. I, I made statements too about him going to the uh, Lakers, so you can make statements, but yeah, it's but, not going to be I, a breaking report. You didn't break the story that you know. That, even if he had been right, that's not sources told me right. But 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 in you, the business t- today, Rob, I mean in reporters or ex players or media personalities, whatever you want to call them. We're always on shows answering questions and giving our opinions. And if you're a quote unquote insider or reporter, you know how these these sites will take what you said, even if you're just kind of minute, like yeah, you know, scuttlebutt around the league. I'm hearing this and that, and you're not saying it's necessarily definitive, but you're just saying this is what I'm being told from different people, and it'll be published as report. You know, Brian Windhorst, Mark Stein says, you know, Russell Westbrook won't be traded or something like that. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with sharing. I mean, that's what we do. We share our opinions. Yeah,
2: opinions different. I just don't think that you got to be careful when you're talking about people making moves. The way it was worded and the way it was set up was like it's a done deal. That's all. That's the way it came across, and if I remember correct, Uh, it didn't happen. So, those things happen.
4: Yeah, and – what, um, is it, what do you think about KD? Do you think it's a bad look for him to respond the way he does to this stuff? Um, or do you think, are you kind of used to it? Obviously, you've called him a masot, But are you, you more like, look, that's who he is. I'm fine with it. My, my take, Rob, is, is it just as always been. If he can go back and forth with fans and it doesn't impact his game, and he enjoys it, which he said he does. I'm fine with it. You know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with going back at fans, going back at media, going back at whoever, as long as it doesn't get you off your game. I think if it takes you off your game there, you that's when uh, you need to chill.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
4: Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from.
2: Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
4: Talking about some comments he made on the Colin Cowherd podcast about KD and Steph. And here he is on that same podcast talking about Steph and the notion that he still got something to prove. Here he is.
3: What I make of it, Colin, is that people need shiny objects for themselves. They need those shiny objects for them to be able to analyze what's going on. They can't see what you just said, which is Steph could definitely have Finals MVPs because Steph has the ball. Steph is coming down the court and he's calling sets. And he's like, oh, we got a mismatch with Kevin Durant. We're going to get Kevin Durant the ball every single time. He can hijack the game and no one's going to say a word. If Steph Curry comes down and he calls for a pick and roll every play, nobody's going to say a word, including Kevin Durant, by the way. That's not what he does. And so... The impact that he has on the game. If you don't understand basketball and thoroughly understand, not, not understand a stat sheet. If you don't understand right. basketball, which most people don't in your space, then yeah, you're going to come out and you're going to say he needs to validate that by finals MVP, because that's all you can see.
4: All right, Rob, uh, first of all. <laughs> I know that, and this is my first time hearing the whole spiel from Draymond. I know that if you know basketball, which most people don't in your space, I know that's stuck in your craw. But anyway, uh, you can address that, obviously, if you want. But I wanted to ask you about the notion that, you know, do you believe, Steph, because Draymond said uh, he disagrees with the notion that Steph needs to win a finals MVP to validate him, um, you know, his career, his legacy in people's eyes. What are your thoughts on that? And, again, if you want to address
2: Draymond, go ahead. I, I, I don't think he has to validate anything. I think your place in the game and the way people look at it, if he loses this one, people will look, will look at him differently. If, if somebody else wins the final, finals MVP, They'll say that's strange. How did Wiggins win the finals MVP with Steph on the team or whatever it is? It will just be looked at like, oh, he's won four championships, but he was never he never won that award. I mean, yes, it will be something that people can point to and look when you talk about the greats of the great, which Draymond doesn't understand, people do nitpick. And this notion that nobody knows basketball except for people who have played, well, we can name you a lot of coaches and different people who never played who have made a contribution to the game and they know the game. So that whole notion is macho, Uh, you can't talk about this because you don't know about it. People cover the president of the United States and the White House every day and were never president. People cover great corporations and businessmen and companies, Chris, and never were CEOs. This whole notion, and if anything, we're actually as as closer to – to knowing the game than, say, somebody covering business or politics, where they never had any kind of touch with that, where at least, Chris, we might have been out on the field, might have played the game at a lower level, and even if you haven't made it to the NBA, doesn't mean you don't know the game. It's such a phony farce when I hear players use that, as if, uh, because if Steph had... You know, like, like, it's not, we don't know the game because Steph doesn't have any finals MVP, so it doesn't really mean anything to the people who play, yet Michael Jordan, who's considered the greatest player, has all six finals MVPs, right? So, so Michael could have dominated the game, Mike could have done whatever he wanted to, Mike could have done all that as well, and Mike could be a six-time champion with no finals MVPs. You know, like, which one is it? Everyone looks at Mike, and that's the impressive part, is that he won six championships and won all six MVPs. Everybody says Scottie Pippen was a great player. Mike never won without Scotty. Did, did, did that stop Scotty from winning an MVP, Chris? He could have won one, right? He could have won two. Yeah, no, I hear you. And and I'll just jump quickly onto what you said
4: about, you know, again, the notion of you had, you know, sometimes players come out. And say media guys don't know the game or whatever because they didn't play. Rob, I don't know how to fix a car. But if I pay someone to fix it, you're a professional. And you screw my car up. <laughs> then I can point that out. Right? I don't, I don't have to be a, a mechanic to know that you screwed my car up. And you, because you're getting paid for it, I've got every right to say this dude jacked up my car. He didn't know what he was doing. Where he's getting paid? Uh, I paid him hundred dollars an hour, and he ruined my, you know, my transmission this or whatever. Right. And so that's something that for people to think about. And Rob, you take that line of thought to the nth degree, and then it becomes okay. Well, uh, okay, you played. Came off the bench, dude, for 14 years. Like, how you criticizing me? Right. I'm an, I'm a three-time All-Star. How dare you say something about my game? Or then it's you you only made two All-Star teams, dude. I'm a right. Hall of Famer. What you can't say nothing about me. And then it's okay, you you a Hall of Famer, you won some rings, but you ain't in the top 10. Right. How you, you know, you ain't, ain't nobody thinking you ain't in the GOAT conversation. So then it goes, Rob, taken to the nth degree. Only Michael Jordan can criticize people,
2: right? <laughs> According Michael. to them, because they're mad. First, they said we didn't play, so we didn't have the right to criticize them. Then, when Charles Barkley and those guys criticize them, they're just bitter. They're uh, the old men are, you know, mad because they don't, they didn't make the money that we made. You know, like there's always an excuse. I thought right. I thought Charles played at a high level. Oh well, he never won a championship. Oh, okay. Well Kenny played. He wants you. Oh yeah. Well Shaq played. He wants you. Well, he had Kobe. Like it's always an excuse. <laughs> right. I'm like, no, I'm like, what, what no is doubt. It?
4: No doubt. No uh, doubt. so let me get to what he said, Rob.
2: I and I look,
4: I don't I don't value I look, I get it, it's an award and it's a good award. I'm glad they have it. I'm just gonna be honest, and this is not because Steph doesn't have any. I don't put as much stock into finals MVPs as most most people. Because to me, when you get to those finals, man, you don't care who is the leading scorer, who shines the most individually. You just trying to win. Isaiah Thomas had battled Larry Bird, had beaten Michael Jordan, and when he finally got over the hump and won his first title, he didn't care that Joe Dumars was the MVP. He was as happy, as I'm sure, as he was the next year when they won it, and he was the MVP against Portland. Kareem only has two in his six years, six championships. Kareem's only got two finals MVPs. Kareem won a finals MVP in 71, I believe, when they won in Milwaukee. And then Magic, a rookie, comes to the team, and he was the first two finals MVPs that when they won their championships with Showtime. I I just don't think it's that huge of a deal. And I also think, yes, I do think Steph should have won it in 2015 over Iguodala, but fine. I I can point out a few other times where I think they picked the wrong guy. So it's not just that Steph situation. There's other times where I thought they picked the wrong guy. But I'll say this, though. Rob, you know this. Perception often becomes reality. You brought up the one point, which is good. When we, you know, decide between, you know, who we think is better, we're talking about top ten, we're talking about GOAT. Little things like that. You're absolutely right, Rob. We nitpick. And little things like this
2: matter. Cause let me say this. Let me say this. If Steph Curry, Chris had won the finals MVP in his three championships, all three. All three? With Kevin Durant on the team, you can't tell me he wouldn't be elevated. He would be. And that's what I'm saying. It doesn't it doesn't totally cement who you are, but it does elevate you. Would you would you not think if he he had Kevin Durant on that squad, and, and he won all three of their finals MVPs. To go along with all the other stuff that he's done, I think it elevates him. And that's all well, I'm that's saying. Why,
4: that's why I'm saying, like, I was going to say there's really two reasons he needs to get it. Needs, in parentheses. One is what you said when you nitpick, right? If Look, I, I think he's clearly, and I, I want your opinion when I'm done on this, because we've battled before, I, I, I've said he's the best small or under-the-rim player, beneath-the-rim player ever. You said it's Isaiah Thomas, who I have second. I think if Steph wins this championship, and if you want to throw in the finals MVP, too, that to me, there's no doubt anymore that he's the greatest small player ever. We will he have loses? four rings. He, he's still the greatest to me. Like I said, he no, he's already there. Okay, he's so, got, okay, yeah, he's so got three. Nothing I mean, can he happen. can't. He, what could happen? This is, to me, it's icing on the cake. I do think he can elevate because, you know, like I said, people are talking about top 10 and all that. But I think, to me, he's already the greatest small player. But I'm saying to those that don't feel that way, I would think another ring and a finals MVP would cement him as that. But as I was going to say, Rob, perception is often reality. And the fact is, whether I think it's that big of a deal or not, the perception out there is that you've never been finals MVP. right? So for that reason, it'd be good for him to win one so that people can no longer throw that in his face, so that it's no longer a storyline, a negative storyline as far as his career that he doesn't have one. But I'll, I'll say this, Rob. Steph Curry... Averages 20 in his finals appearances, and he's played in a ton of finals games. His averages are 26 points in the finals. 26 and a half points in the finals. Six assists, five rebounds in the finals. That's two points better than his regular season average. So this notion that he disappears in the playoffs or the finals is completely erroneous. Because he actually averages more points per game in the finals than he does in the regular season for his career. And that is more points. He's 10th all time in that points per game in the finals. That's higher than Larry Bird, Kobe Bryant, Dr. J, Elgin Baylor, Dwayne Wade, Kareem, Isaiah Thomas, Moses Malone. And Bird, Elgin, and Kareem, their averages drop. From the regular season to the finals, Steph elevates his. So I I think the whole notion that he doesn't play well in the finals is ludicrous. The one people didn't think he played it well in 2015, where we thought he should. I thought he should have got it. He averaged 26 six and six.
2: Yeah, but there are other. I think first of all, those those numbers are skewed because of the because of the three balls, so they're skewed a little bit. And number two, really, yeah, I just think that. So this whole era is skewed now. A little bit. I mean, people score more points. It's easier to score now. I just think the three adds to it when you talk about some of the other numbers. It's yeah, not – Nobody's I'm challenging Michael Jordan's him. scoring record. I'm not di- mean, dismissing you know. him, but I'm saying, well, he's very special. And the other thing, too, is there are situations and circumstances where even in that play-in game against Memphis where he didn't score in the fourth quarter or overtime. So I get the scoring average, but there have been stretches, Chris – where of he's course. disappeared, right? That's it's all I'm saying. For everybody, maybe, I, maybe
4: except Michael Jordan, but not yeah. except Michael Jordan. I'm not saying Michael Michael Jordan that Jordan are on other people. games
2: too. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying like there are those moments that that's why people kind of go and, and then we know the 0 for eight, O for nine at the end of games where he hasn't made a big shot. Now if he has a now let well, me just say this. buzzer beater, right? If he in the last not ten or fifteen shot. seconds, if if he has a terrible series, just doesn't shoot well, they lose. You know, what do you think? Not you. You already said no matter what he does. What do you think other people, the, 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 the masses, will, how would they look at Steph if he doesn't play well and they don't win? Do you think that that would change the perception of, not you? You said that no right, matter right, what. Right. I'm, I'm asking, do you think what that, do I that think what what would, yeah, there. what would be that narrative? I, I got to be, and I'm being completely honest,
4: Rob, and we'll throw this out to the listeners in a moment. I don't think people expected them to be in the finals, so I think it's gravy. And the fact that he's already got three championships, now I get it. Kevin Durant was there, best player to you know the last two, but they did win one without Durant, and he's been to what five. So I I don't think he drops. Certainly he doesn't rise. I don't think anybody will be saying top ten all time if, you know, he plays poorly and they lose, or even if they, he, they just lose. He might play great and they lose. I don't think people are going to throw him in the top ten necessarily. But I don't think he drops.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that, but there is just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for time tournaments where you work together to build each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Gold feels new And go download it now free on Google Play or
5: the App Store. Game on.
4: Let's go here. Um, we're talking about the finals, and um, there are different ways when we look back, Rob, at the recent championships, and we know this is kind of this has been a super team era, although it looks like that could be ending. Um, but the Warriors, they started out as kind of the organic way, won their first championship, got to their second finals, and lost. Then they went super team. One, two, and three years, and now they're back to the organic way, and we'll see if they end up closing the deal. Toronto, um, I, I won't say they were a super. They obviously weren't a super team because they really only had one superstar in Kai, Kawhi Leonard, but they they, they were still relatively organic, Rob. They just made a trade because Kawhi wanted out of San Antonio. It wasn't like they built a super team. But, of course, LeBron, you saw him building super teams, um, Do you think that the super team era is over? Yeah, and I mean, by super team, I mean player generated. I mean, players coming together uh, in the off season or whenever and saying, hey, man, let's play together when we get the opportunity. Let's all be free agents, whatever it is. Come play with us. We'll go play with you. What have you? Because you're going to have super teams. Look, if the Warriors win this championship, some people may end up saying ultimately down the line they were a super team. Without KD, I would say even if you want to say that, they were organic. They were just built the old-fashioned way, draft picks, trades, whatever. Um, But do you think the player-generated super team? Because I don't see as many players, Rob, looking to do that as you saw with over over the past decade, it seems. We'll see going forward, but what are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I, I, it's hard to tell because you don't have a new batch of players, really. The guys who are currently there, Ja Moran, who who's, likes Memphis, and Giannis, who stayed in Milwaukee, you know what I mean? So those are some players, but I do think um, – Time will tell if there will be you know, some other guys who come on the scene as time goes on. I don't think there's anything uh, prevalent, and I said that why I thought Giannis winning a championship was big for the league in that he stayed where he was. It could change. It could help change that. I I, I think it was huge. And and remember, he was roundly criticized for staying in Milwaukee. And everybody, oh, you'll never win. What a mistake. I didn't think he'd win the title there. Yeah, right. I, you were one. You, I think you said it. Yeah, but uh, but you I know a lot of people. Him, but there. I didn't think he win the title. Yeah, a lot of people said he was dumb. Oh, you know you're gonna regret it. You should have gone to uh, Miami, right? Join Miami, and they had a yep. team that that yep. had beaten him in the in the bubble, and and he would have been golden. That team, they would have won a championship and all that, and he bucked it. So I think that the trend is not doesn't seem as if it's there. But I'm not so if it's so sure. Christopher's totally dead, um, and that we can say it's the end of it?
4: Well, whichever team wins this year will be organic. Celtics organically built. Warriors organically built. Um, But like you said, here's the thing. after If there's a player that's tremendous, say it's a John Morant or a Luka Doncic, or even a Jokic, whoever, Embiid, any of these superstars that keep coming up short, Rob. And you know how it works. Young player coming into the league. You're phenomenal, right? Yeah, Oh, my gosh. Wow, this dude is great. Nobody's really, your first couple years, Rob, Nobody's nobody's holding wins and losses over your head. Certainly not playoff wins and losses. Because you're young. You're just trying to establish yourself as a, Great player in the league. But then over time, people begin to, okay, he can put up numbers. All-star, okay, all that. But can he win? He can't get past the first round. He's not, you know what I mean? And that's where guys begin to feel the pressure. If you're, you got to be a high level. You can't just be a really good player, an all-star you have to be an exceptionally high level for people to start saying, "Yeah, but can he win a championship?" And that's where you don't know, Rob. After four, five years of that, and if he doesn't win it, will John Morant be like, "You know what, man? I got to get some some dogs with me to get it done." Will Luka Doncic or, 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 be like, "I
2: need some something else," you know? Or or they might decide. Maybe some other team is so good and they won off two or three chances, We can't beat them. Nobody can beat them. Do you know what I mean? And then that might be. So we got we to gotta team up. I got to. Right. That, yeah, might, and that, 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 was, that could happen as well. Yeah, that was the thing about
4: LeBron. Um, he was looking at it like, man, I mean, Boston had just put together the big three. And he just wasn't able to get past some of these teams that, that have more talent. And so you know that's what what kind of led him and Wade and Bosch to to come together, but I, and I, I I didn't kill LeBron, I didn't kill Durant. I celebrated them when they won the championships. Um, but I would say, Rob, all of them are valuable, all of them are worthy of the, the championships you win. I don't care uh, Toronto, I don't look down at Toronto's ring because Clay got hurt and KD wasn't there. I don't look down at Steph's first ring because Kyrie and Love got hurt. I keep saying Love. Love didn't play well in the finals, even when he was healthy against them. Right. But Kyrie wasn't there. Um, so, you know, a championship's a championship. But I would say this, Rob. If I had to choose between doing it one way, I think the organic way is the best way. Um... I, I compare it to this. If I went to a park, guys are playing, guys are running, you know, a couple guys already got next and all that, and I'm sitting there and I'm watching the games, and I see who the, five, the th- three or four best players are out there, and I'm nice myself, and I go and get those three or four great players, and we run the court all day. That's nice. That's nice. Cool. We we had our fun, but if I just show up, don't really know anybody, yo. Who you run? I mean, I don't care. Just give me whoever. I don't care. I'm we gonna win, and we win. And I just took whoever was there, and some of them weren't great, weren't the best players, but we won. I think that's a better way to do it. If you
2: gotta compare. Yeah, winning, winning. By um, drafts and putting together the hands a team, that are dealt,
4: right? The cards right? That are and dealt, then, to. and
2: then seeing it develop, and then just adding a piece or something, or making trades. You know, I always go back to the 2014. It was put together, Chris. There was a lot of good players who never panned out in other places, right? Chauncey Billups, uh, Michael oh, Jordan thought 2004. Right. right, that team, right? That was put right. together. It wasn't all organic as far as, like, drafts. They drafted Tayshaun Yeah, but it was organic because they they, made, they made trade. They gave up something and they got pieces. And even when they got— They gave up freaking Grant Hill. Right. I mean, it ended up being a signing trade. But you know know what? They could have been mad at Grant Hill and said, nah, we're not going to do that. But instead, they took Ben Wallace, and that was a cornerstone. So, you know, making deals and putting it together. So teams can win that way. Absolutely.
4: I mean, that's a lesson. You know, like you said, they, I mean, Grant Hill was phenomenal. That would be like, lose, you mentioned Zion earlier, right? It'd be like losing Zion. I mean, not, Zion has not played enough in, to be, you know, compared to Grant Hill. But my point is, somebody of that stature, you know what I mean, that is viewed as a future superstar, that's what it would be like if Zion walked away. And Rob, we've seen it, Boston, Kyrie leaves. You think, oh my gosh. And here they are now in the finals. And so teams, you know, it's not, sometimes it works out if you lose a top player, but you build the right
0: way in their absence